ओम ज्ञान ज्ञानंजन शलाकाय Tonight I am to speak on the teachings of Bhagavad Gita. Here in India people often ask us how is it that the western people are taking to Krishna consciousness. Now there could be many answers given to that question and uh one excellent answer to this question is because Uh, many people in the western countries are appreciating the teachings of bhagavad gita bhagavad gita was of course spoken by bhagavan shri krishna to arjuna his disciple arjuna was confused he had one good quality was that he knew that he was confused mostly everyone wants to show yeah i'm fine no problem but actually in this material world we are all confused and we all have many problems as bhagavan points out in bhagavad gita everyone in this world has at least four major problems janma mrityu jara vyadhi birth death old age and disease so uh, krishna spoke bhagavad gita to arjuna not exactly as a religious in, uh, instruction arjuna uh, did not ask krishna please give me some religious instruction he said i am confused give me a practical solution so bhagavad gita is a practical solution to all the problems of life it is a scientific presentation that will appeal to the intelligence of any impartial and intelligent person when we say that bhagavad gita is scientific we mean that uh if we we can analyze its teachings and understand how they make sense so bhagavad gita in bhagavad gita lord krishna speaks about the highest stages of uh, spiritual understanding but remember that's not what arjuna was asking about arjuna had a very practical problem he didn't know whether to fight or not So Bhagavad Gita is a very uh, practical instruction how everyone in their problem filled lives can uh, apply the spiritual teachings of Bhagavad Gita and solve all their problems solve all the problems means we can rise above them <laughs> it's not that by reading Bhagavad Gita all the problems go away but our consciousness comes to a higher level so that we can uh, tolerate and transcend them so i was saying that bhagavad gita is practical teaching let me give a practical example from bhagavad gita what is the first problem in human society the first necessity is food in bhagavad gita lord krishna speaks about food the food problem anad bhavanti bhutani parjanyad anasambhavaha yagya bhavati parjanya yagya karma samudbhavaha you can give the translation so this is very practical everyone needs food for to produce anna food rain is required and the supply of food and of rain depends on the clemency of bhagavan 
If there's no rain, then everything becomes very difficult. I think you have a little experience of that in Tamil Nadu. Now, rain is required, sunshine is required. By saying rain is required, that, in, that implies that the right, the right weather conditions also are required. Rain is required, but not too much. And it's required at the right season and at the right time. If the rain, if heavy rain comes just before the rice is harvested, well, that rain is not wanted. So, all to have the right amount of sun at the right time, the amount around, right amount of rain at the right time, it all depends upon the mercy of God. Which, in former ages, people performed yagyas for invoking the mercy of God. Nowadays the weather conditions are very disturbed. Formerly there were two monsoons over most of India. Now in Tamil Nadu you hardly get one. And, uh, all the time there is, you see again recently there was the th- uh, threat of tsunami. Now we may give uh, some, the scientists may give some reasons for all of this. How the weather is very disturbed. But the underlying reason is that people are becoming sinful. We know in science that for every action there is an equal and opposite reaction. So this works in the subtle sphere also. We cannot think that we will uh, kill animals and engage in illicit sex and so much corruption and there will be no karmic reaction. There will be. Last night uh, I came from Dubai to Chennai by flight and I was speaking with a gentleman from Chennai who uh, specializes in analyzing terrorism. Yeah, he had just given, he just uh, addressed a conference in England on Tivravadam, terrorism. So I said to him, you see, every day literally millions of animals and birds and fish are killed so don't be surprised mercilessly killed so don't be surprised if humans also kill humans mercilessly every day so we've heard it's estimated there are about 70 or 80,000 cows killed in India the cow is our mother she gives us milk to kill the cow is the greatest sin but it's going on rampantly Politics is conducted only on the basis of money. So the politicians don't care. They think, well, if we get money from killing cows, it's good. But previously, the politicians, that means the rajas, they took guidance from the brahmanas who had spiritual knowledge. We see, for instance, in Ramayana that uh, Dasharath was, although he was a very powerful king, he was uh, subservient to Vishwamitra. And if there, were, if there had been any instance of anyone even beating a cow, what to speak of killing a cow, then Dasharath Maharaj would be out there and he would punish that miscreant. But nowadays the politicians themselves are organizing the slaughterhouses. This, this is Kali Yoga. We cannot expect any welfare for anyone in a state where uh, violence is institutionalized. So uh, this we understand from Bhagavad Gita, the 
the subtle implications of activities. People think, oh, what does it matter if we kill animals, if we if we're corrupt and we exploit people, what does it matter? But they don't know that they have to be punished for their sinful activities, either in this life or in the next life. So, uh, Bhagavad Gita can, uh, we make this claim that the knowledge of Bhagavad Gita can solve all the problems of human society. So, let's make a practical analysis. What are the problems facing Tamil Nadu today? Well, today, it's very hot, that's one problem. Adhikamana, what is it? Taptam? Huh? Vayil. Adhikamana. Vayil. Alright, too hot. Then another problem uh, is power cuts. Then there's a problem of poverty, still very widespread. Unemployment. Uh, Of course, some people would say Tamil Nadu's biggest problem is Karnataka. Then uh, illiteracy. These are all problems. And of course, corruption, that's not only in Tamil Nadu, everywhere. Crime. What's the biggest problem facing Tamil Nadu? Atheism. Nastika. Nastika Vada. That's the root of all the problems. Now we may say, well, pretty much everyone's religious. Of course, active atheism is stronger in Tamil Nadu than in any other state in India. But still, most people are either Hindus, Muslims or Christians. So how can we say that atheism is a problem? It's a problem because even though people claim to belong to a religious sect, no one actually knows who is God. Mostly people think that religion is just a matter of faith. They think if you're a Christian, you go to church on a Sunday. If you're a Muslim, you go to the masjid five times a day, or at least once on Friday. And if you're a Hindu, you do any damn thing you like. Wave, wave some incense at something or someone, mostly imaginary. But most people will profess to believe in God. However, if we ask people, who is God? What is the nature of God? Very few people can give any clear idea. Of course, some people will say, well, God is Vishnu. Some will say Shiva. Some will say Jesus. But that's not really an answer as to what is the nature of God. People will agree that he is Sarva Shaktiman, all-powerful. He's the creator of the world. But that's not really very much knowledge. I mean, religion means to uh, understand our relationship with God. But if we don't know who he is, then how can we say we know who, how can we say we know who is God? If we don't know the qualities that make him God, then to say we believe in God is not very meaningful. Just like uh, many people, many people in modern Western cities have never seen a cow, except on TV. So they, if you ask someone. Uh, do you believe in cows? 
And they say, yes. So you say, well, do you know what is a cow? You say, well, it's an animal. But they don't really know much what's the difference between a cow and a buffalo and a zebra and a hippopotamus. They don't know and they don't really care either. It doesn't make that much difference to them between the difference between a cow and a buffalo. So if we say we believe in God and what do you know about God? Well, he's all-powerful, he's creator of the world and that's all. Then that's, doesn't, that means that we're not very, we don't take God very seriously. What is it that makes God, God? Bhagavad Gita means the song of Bhagavan. Bhagavan means the supreme person. So what is it that makes him supreme? That is scientifically analyzed in Shastra. Aishvaryasya samagrasya viryasya yashasa shriyaha jnana vairagya yaschaiva shannang bhaga itingena Who is Bhagavan is he who possesses all auspicious qualities in full. He possesses all wealth. Everything belongs to Bhagavan. Someone who does not recognize this is a thief. Someone may be a very rich man, such as Ambani number one, Ambani number two. Here in Tamil Nadu we have the uh, TV Sundaram. So there are so many rich people. But if actually everything belongs to Bhagavan, if we don't recognize that and we think it's my money, then we're a thief. Even if you only have a hundred rupees then, and you think it's mine, you're still a thief. All wealth belongs to Bhagavan. Everything belongs to Bhagavan. He is all powerful. We cannot do anything. All, uh, he gives us whatever power we have comes from him. We talk about him as being very powerful in creating the world. But this whole universe is only a tiny manifestation of his infinite power. As he says in Bhagavad Gita, Ekang Shainas Tito Jagat. This whole massive universe is only one tiny representation of his infinite power. Then, who is all famous? That is Bhagavan. So, uh, who is Bhagavan should be recognized as Bhagavan, not just by a few people on this planet, but throughout the universe and throughout all the universes. And Bhagavan is all beautiful. We should not think that Bhagavan has no form. His form is all beautiful. We are attracted to the beauty of this world. But the most beautiful woman of this world is only, only possesses a perverted reflection of a tiny portion of the beauty of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Bhagavan means all knowledgeable. He knows everything, past, present and future. And he's also the most detached. He has all power, but he does not exploit us. Anyone in this world who gets power, they like to exploit others. But who is actually Bhagavan, even though he possesses anything, he's not everything, he's not attached to anything. So without having this scientific knowledge of God, even those who say they believe in God, their position is not much better than those who openly defy the existence of God.
We should know who God is because we all have a, an intimate relationship with Him. We have to dedicate ourselves fully to Him. But how can we do that if we don't know who He is? So Bhagavad Gita as the introduction and Srimad Bhagavatam as the uh, voluminous follow-up gives us intimate, intricate knowledge of Bhagavan. Who is Bhagavan? Krishna. Why should we say that? Because if we analyze, we find that only Krishna possesses in full all opulence, all power, all fame, all beauty, all knowledge and all renunciation. People need to know this. We are only in this human form of life for a very short time. Very soon we shall all have to die. Does that sound very sad? Maybe, but it's a fact. If I say to you all, you're all going to die soon, it's not a curse, it's just a statement of fact. It doesn't matter whether one is a big politician, a big rich man, famous sports star, everyone is crushed by the wheel of time. Previously this was part of the Pandya Desham. Is it not? No? You don't know. So you don't even know. Right? Is it not? Pallava, Pallava. And then there's Pandya and then further south there was the Cholas. Yeah, so, so. so the Pallava kings, they were very powerful. And uh, you can imagine when if the king came, that, oh, everyone would come out and they'd be very impressed and like this. But nowadays no one even knows their names hardly. <laughs> so nowadays we have big famous people, cinema stars, politicians, Chennai super knights. Cricket, you don't know? I know better than you. Super kings, is it? Knights are somewhere else. Calcutta knights, or that? Anyway. It's all madness. So the great heroes in the stadium, hitting the ball, in course of time, no one will even know the name of the great heroes. The great cricket star, he may come back as a worm in the cricket grass, cricket field. So please consider. Labdva sudur labamidang bahusambhavante manusham arthadam anityam apihadhira turnam yatetana patedanum ritayava nishrayasaya vishaya kalu sarvatasyat. We have attained this human form of life after many, many births. But we will have to die soon. This human form of life is the opportunity to attain knowledge of God and get free from the cycle of birth and death. Therefore, having attained this rare human and valuable human form of life, we should do whatever is required that before we die, we will not get born again. We will, before we die, we should do whatever is required so that we do not get born again. We should not spend human form of life trying to get sense gratification. That we've already done in the bodies of cats and dogs and fish and birds and indras and worms in stool. So please take this Krishna consciousness movement very seriously. It is a scientific presentation of knowledge of God on the basis of Bhagavad Gita. This is the real glory of India, the spiritual culture. It is not very glorious to have a, a Ford factory. It is not very glorious to 
adopt the western way of life the real glory is in the spiritual culture and tamil nadu has the best temples the most glorious temples actually these kings the pandya kings chola kings pallava kings they understood i'm only a king for a short time my main duty is to worship god therefore they built all these beautiful temples so the number of vaishnavas is expanding all over the world all over the world sri rangam is famous tirupati of course that's now in andhra pradesh but that's famous people are coming from all over the world to tamil nadu not to see the factories <laughs> they're coming to see the great temples that your forefathers built with such love for vishnu so it is most sad that the people of india and especially in tamil nadu are neglecting and rejecting this culture you have such a great culture and instead you are adopting these stupid things like watching cricket human life is meant for understanding god but instead you are wasting your time throwing a ball and hitting it with a piece of wood <coughs> thank you for the appreciation i'm uh, I, maybe some people would throw bricks at me or cricket balls so you are the best people in so why not take this krishna consciousness very seriously Of course it's not possible to follow all the rituals as was previously done but Chaitanya Mahaprabhu who also traveled very extensively in this area he has introduced a process by which we can get all the results of bhakti this process is stated in shastra Harer nama harer nama harer nama eva kevalam kalonas jevanas jevanas jevagatir anyatha simply by chanting the names of krishna one gets all the results of all the pious processes that can be uh, possibly attained so please take this krishna conscious movement very seriously chant the holy names of krishna study bhagavad gita as it is and apply it practically in your life you will be happy we invite the political leaders also that if you actually want to do something good for the people you should do it on the basis of the instructions of bhagavad gita bhagavad gita was spoken uh, traditionally it was spoken among the kings it's raja in bhagavad gita is said raja vidya this is the knowledge imparted to the kings so who, whoever you may be wherever you may be please take up this krishna consciousness very seriously by chanting Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Rambanandri Yeah if there are any questions comments or protests you can please state them there The question is who is Bhagavan Well that was just stated in the lecture can you remember Bhagavan literally means he who possesses all opulence that the literal meaning of the word so who possesses all opulence all strength all fame all beauty all knowledge and all renunciation that is Bhagavan and those who are experts in the science of spiritual knowledge 
they have ascertained that no one else is fit to uh, no one else fits that description but Sri Krishna. Therefore, Krishna's instruction is called the Bhagavad Gita. Yeah, this gentleman has a question. Okay, repeat it in Tamil and tell me in English. Okay. Swami Vivekananda stated that if, um, you can gain more, more knowledge by playing football rather than reading Bhagavad Gita. He was saying cricket. Why should we accept what Swami Vivekananda says? We should accept what Krishna says. When When Krishna is accepted as the spiritual authority by all the great spiritual authorities, then we should take his word. Swami Vivekananda says one thing. Swami something else Ananda says something else. Swami stand on your head Ananda says something else. Stand on your head Ananda says something else. They all have their opinions. The authority is Krishna. Now apart from that, we should understand what is meant by spiritual. Spiritual, the very meaning of spiritual begins with understanding the difference between the soul and the body. The soul is eternal. The body is temporary. How on earth is that going to be understood by playing football or cricket, which is a completely bodily activity? If you want to understand physics... You have, to un you have to study the particular science of physics from a physics professor. If you want to understand medicine, you have to, under you have to study the... It's a specific science which you have to study under a specific process. You might as well say, well, no need to study medicine, just go and play cricket. <laughs> By playing cricket, you might get a healthy body. Although actually it's likely to be, it's not even very good for the body. It's like a one-sided, right? <laughs> but by playing cricket, you don't get knowledge of anything else except how to play cricket. So uh, it seems that in this case, Swami Vivekananda's Vivek wasn't working very well. I mean, you just use your Vivek and think about it. What is karma yoga? Karma means work and yoga means that which links us with the Supreme. Karma yoga means working in consciousness of the Supreme. It's a very big topic. It's discussed in Bhagavad Gita as it is. The uh, highest stage of karma yoga is described in one line of Bhagavad Gita. Mat karma krin mat paramaha. Working for Krishna, for Krishna's pleasure, understanding him to be supreme. We have one book called Karma Yoga, isn't it? Did they have that in Tamil? That's called, uh, in English, I th what's it called? It's called in English. The, uh, I can't remember. Message of Godhead. Yeah. We don't have that in Tamil? Okay. All right. Another question, please. You got mentioned... Uh, 
six qualifications for God. Um, and also you said Krishna possesses all those qualifications. How to how, how we can say for sure that Krishna possesses all these qualifications? Very good question. Then you have to study. You have to study the character of Krishna that is particularly elaborated in Srimad Bhagavatam. But uh, as a prior thesis, you can accept the version of all the Acharyas. Just like, for instance, um, if all the doctors say that high cholesterol foods cause heart problems. Now, you may ask, well, how can we understand that? And you may study yourself and find out how it's true. But even before you study, you can accept as a prior thesis, because all the doctors accept it, that cholesterol causes heart problems. High cholesterol causes heart problems. So, uh, from Shastra we understand about Krishna, for instance, Janmadhya Yataha, all the universes are created and maintained and destroyed by him. Therefore, he's all powerful, he's all opulent, all the, all the universes belong to him. Uh, he's all famous. Yang Brahma, Rudra, Maruta, Stunvanti, Divyaistavai, all the great demigods in all the planets are praising Krishna. Yang Brahma Varunendra Rudra Maratastan Vanti Divaistavai. That's the verse. He's all beautiful. Yang Shyamasundara Matintya Guna Swarupam. His blackish, beautiful form is composed of inconceivable transcendental qualities. Venankvanantamaravinda Dalayatakshaam. His his face on his face is a beautiful flute. His eyes are like lotus petal. Parhavatang sam. He's decorated with a peacock on his head, peacock feather on his head. Asitambu the sundarangam. His bodily hue is blackish like the monsoon cloud. He's uh, all knowledgeable. Who can give better knowledge than Bhagavad Gita? And he's all renounced. Even though Krishna was dancing with. Uh, so many gopis who are far more beautiful than any women in this world, he left them. Yeah, this lady has a question. Give the mic. What was the reason for you to come to Krishna consciousness? Well, that I said in the beginning of the lecture. I wanted someone who could answer one question for me. That I would ask people, that everyone says their philosophy is right, why should I accept your philosophy as right? Because everyone says they're right. Why should I accept what you say is right? So the devotee I asked said that, well, we don't say what we're right, but we, what we say is based, or what we say is that Shastra is right, and we follow what is in Shastra. But not blindly, because there are people who say, well, you should just follow the Bible or the Quran, but they don't give any real reason why. But we find in Bhagavad Gita that Krishna didn't tell Arjuna Shut up, keep quiet and just do what I say. He didn't say that. Krishna convinced Arjuna on the basis of intelligence that what Krishna says is right. So even the teachings of Shastra, uh, that is coming from God. But we can understand if it's really coming from God, if it makes sense also. 
Well, ultimately no one can stop you from doing bhakti. The most powerful person in the universe, Hiranyakashipu, couldn't even stop a little boy Prahlad from doing bhakti. <laughs> so if we really want to do bhakti, then we can remember Prahlad, pray to Prahlad, and even if all the mini Hiranyakashipus of the world are against us, then we can go on. Fighting against Arjunan, Fighting against Arjunan were Bhishma, Drona, Pramukhata, Karna, Shalya, Ashvatthama, Jayadrata, Duryodhana. Big fighters. It was like, a, like being in an ocean with big alligators. But Kaivartaka Keshava, Keshava, Krishna, was steering the boat and steered Arjuna through the dangerous ocean of the Kaurava army. So, Dayastu Panduputranam Yesham Pakshe Janadana. The Pandavas must be successful because Janadana is on their side. So, if we have the faith, we should have the faith that if Krishna is on our side, then even if the whole world is against us, no one can touch one hair of our head. So, don't worry about all these mini Hiranyakashipus. You go on chanting Hare Krishna. These demons, they are a test. If, if there had been no Durvasa, how could we know the glories of Ambarish? If there was no Hiranyakashipu, how could we know the glories of Prahlad? So if we actually have Bhakti, then we must continue under all circumstances. Even in the modern age, uh, in the USSR, so, some Hare Krishna devotees were tortured and killed by the KGB, the Russian secret police, but they never stopped chanting Hare Krishna. And the situation in India and especially in Tamil Nadu is so bad that it might be that uh, within a short time people are literally tortured for chanting Hare Krishna. You have to be prepared for that. Don't give up Krishna. And Krishna will never give up you. Yeah, then... Teaches more? Teaches more things which are also given in Tirupural. Bhagavad Gita is not so much about morals, it's, it's more philosophical. Shastras like Ramayana and other things also talks about Ram and Muruga like that. Ram and? Oh, different shastras. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ram, Muruga, etc. And why you specifically in this Then you haven't read Bhagavad Gita. 
I think you have not read Bhagavad Gita as it is. Well, in the beginning of Bhagavad Gita, Krishna chastised Arjuna. He chastised him that you are talking like a pundit, but actually you don't know what you're talking about. So I think this applies to you also. <laughs> you don't know what is Bhagavad Gita. In Bhagavad Gita, Lord Krishna establishes that He is the Supreme. Mataf parataram nanyat kinchidasti dhananjaya. O Arjuna dhananjaya. There is no one superior to me, even slightly, Krishna says. Aham sarvasya prabhavo matas sarvam pravartate. I am the origin of everything, material and spiritual. Everything comes from me. So Bhagavad Gita is accepted as the highest exposition of tattva jnana, of philosophical knowledge, by all those who are tattva darshi, those who are seers of the truth. So in some scriptures, for instance, it might state that Shiva is Parameshwar. This is to be understood contextually. For people living in a village, they might not have knowledge of... Of course, nowadays there's TV and radio and newspapers. But they may not have much knowledge or even ability to understand the big world beyond. So for them, the village leader is the supreme. As far as they know, they don't know anything beyond that. But those who have higher knowledge, they know that beyond the village, there is the, the kingdom and the king. So similarly, within this material world, Shiva is the husband of Durga, who is the overseer of the material energy. So Shiva is the supreme controller within the material sphere. But Shiva himself recognizes Krishna as supreme. Okay, so shall we have a few minutes kirtan and we'll finish there? I hope you've all seen the book stall over here with Bhagavad Gita, Unmai Uravil and many other books available. If you like, you can get your copy of Bhagavad Gita, Unmai Uravil. You can get it signed by Vasudev Datta Das who's come from Europe and learned your language to speak to you about Bhagavad Gita. I haven't learned Tamil, as you can understand. But I do know Hindi and Bengali, but it's not very useful here. So please take your books from the bookstall and get them signed. And Prasadam is being distributed here at the back. Ramanandri, again.